good. Uh, another episode of Mental Health Mondays. Uh, welcome back. Another week alive and kicking. Congratulations. Same. Not a ghost talking to you. Uh, this week's episode kind of wrote itself with the subject of mental health being like front and center in popular culture in two, two places that I love, which is hip-hop and UFC. So it was kind of cool to see. Um, towards the end of last week, Joey Badass dropped his long-anticipated third studio album called 2000. And having been a huge fan of his since I first started taking being an artist seriously, I was obviously excited to listen. And uh, after a few passes through, I love it. But with that being said, one song stuck out in particular, especially in regards to everything that we've been talking about. Uh, on the joint called Survivor's Guilt, uh, he dives deep into the passing of Capital Steez which is his best friend and fellow like founding primary member of Pro Era, their crew. And Steve's tragically committed suicide on Christmas Eve in 2012. And whether or not you're familiar with his or their story, I think anyone can empathize with how sad it is to lose a great talent at the age of 19. It's hard for me to even fathom like what it must have been like for Joey. Both of them are skyrocketing in notoriety starting to achieve all these dreams they had together and to have to cut it have it cut so short is horrible obviously um from my understanding the situation this song is absolutely the most outspoken he's been about it uh the title itself survivor's guilt alluding obviously to the understandable mixed emotions he must have uh in his career as his career's taken off without his counterpart at his side but it's also most certainly a nod to one of their first huge songs called survival tactics which is like one of the first songs i ever heard of either one of them but uh this song starts out with a sample of steez like an interview he must have done says i thought i was going crazy you know and like i realized that i wasn't the one that was crazy i realized that it's the system that was built against me you know and like i'm not supposed to be talking about this and that's the corruption of it because like i'm just saying it's absurd and I want people to open up their eyes and realize that I'm not wrong, you know? I, I'm, I'm just an open-minded individual, and people should be more open-minded. If, if we're trying to build up our lives to have material things, and those don't satisfy our needs, what are we living for? This statement seems to me like someone who's definitely self-aware of his own struggles with mental health by saying things like, I thought I was crazy. I mean, I always think that. Uh, when I'm really going through it, and I'm sure many people listening, watching do. He also alludes to the unfortunate reality that so many of us live for superficial material gains. And that's a realization that most certainly affects my mental health at times as well. Just thinking like, what is this all for? What is the real priority of like this rat race, this constant process that we're all going through? But midway through that song, um, Joey dive, dives into Steez's suicide. And the line that, to me that connects with the goal of this podcast, he says, you see the truth about Stilo, he lacked the mental health, but try to tell that to people way back in 2012. But now that it's a mainstream topic, I'm guessing I can finally open up and talk about it. So yeah, let's talk about it. That line sums up exactly how I feel about mental health and the growing acceptance of talking about it. Sometimes I worry that while... It is an amazing thing. It obviously is that people are beginning to feel more comfortable comfortable to open up about their own mental health. It's it's glorification and almost trendiness can kind of like dull the sword as if now it's cool to be depressed. That kind of worries me. Um, it's not cool. It's not a TikTok trend to be depressed or be sad. Uh, it, it's such a hard area to navigate though. 
Because, like, if someone says they're having problems with their mental health, obviously the only proper response is to take them seriously, when the alternative of not taking them seriously could result in so many horrible outcomes. But I do feel that now that it's so in the public eye, that it's so accepted, it seems like some people have used it for a cop-out or to gain attention. Attention for this super complex topic is amazing. But using something as serious as mental health as just a way to garner attention for yourself is awful. You know, it, it, it kind of creates a boy who cried wolf situation where saying, look at me, I'm struggling, uh, gets taken lightly instead of as a serious cry for help. And it also has turned into like a get out of jail free card, in my opinion. People now are so much more likely to use the term mental health to get out of something. I Like knowing that if anyone were to call you on your bluff or call you on your bullshit, they'd immediately be vilified. You couldn't lie and say you broke your arm. So you can't do X, Y, Z. Like, where's the cast? Where's the proof? But mental health struggles are 99% visible. It's, it's almost a foolproof cop-out of, like, any situation now. But again, even saying that, it's a very slippery slope. Because I'd obviously rather have anyone who says they're struggling be taken seriously. It's just really a shame that there are people right now that use it to their benefit while others are, like, barely making it day by day, really, truly struggling, barely getting by. But to connect this all back around... It is becoming more of a mainstream topic, as Joey said, and a perfect example is what happened at UFC London this past weekend, which was fucking awesome. Uh, Patty Pimblet, or Patty the Batty, he's fucking dope, up-and-coming UFC fighter out of Liverpool, um, who a lot of people kind of, like, compare to Conor McGregor because he's so charismatic and has this, like, big infectious personality and the, the crazy accent to us stupid Americans. But he submits his opponent in second round, the biggest fight of his career, no question thus far. It's the most well-known he's been. Like, he's really... Obviously, if you watch UFC, you know who he is. But if you don't, he has been on the rise and becoming more mainstream. And in his post-fight interview, he says, I woke up on Friday morning at 4 a.m. to a message that one of my friends back home had killed himself. This was five hours before my weigh-in. So, Ricky, lad, this for you. There's a stigma in this world that men can't talk. Listen, if you're a man and you've got weight on your shoulders and you think the only way you can solve it is by killing yourself, please speak to someone. Speak to anyone. I know I'd rather my mate cry on my shoulder than go to his funeral next week. Let's get rid of the stigma and men start talking. Obviously, like a goosebump inducing moment. I don't know that 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, someone in his position would have felt so comfortable or so compelled to, to even say something like that. You know, this is a man who's dead tired, just had the most triumphant moment of his young career, which happens to be in the most macho sport, most macho field possible, and immediately had the wherewithal to make a statement, take a stand about men's mental health. And I've mentioned this in the past, on the last two episodes, obviously it remains true. There is nothing, listen to me, there is nothing unmanly about admitting that you are having mental health struggles or that you're depressed, or that you're anxious, nothing at all. In 2020, the suicide rate of males was four times higher than that of females. Four times. Four times higher. Now, obviously, I want to help all people with their mental health struggles. But being a man myself uh, and seeing the world through the eyes of a man who does deal with depression and anxiety and other mental health things, that stat is fucking heartbreaking. Obviously, it's never ever 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 the answer and i do truly believe that culturally culturally we have caused this by preaching bullshit about what it means to be a man like sucking it up stiffening your upper lip being a man about it only gets you so far clearly 
And as men, we cannot be afraid to lean on those around us and seek therapy and seek medication if we need it. Every young man has the pressure to provide, the pressure to succeed, the expectation of acting a certain way. But the bottom line is you need to do you always and trust that everything else will fall into place just as it's supposed to be. Just do you, be yourself. Nothing is wrong with you. Like everything in your life is going to become better. No matter the tragedy you're going through, no matter what you're facing, I promise you, everything's gonna get better. The sun will come out tomorrow. And if it doesn't, guess what? We're all gone anyway. So you won't have to worry about these problems that aren't permanent anyway. It's imperative that as men, we stop thinking that it's a weakness. It's a strength. It's a strength to be able to admit like, damn, I need some help. There's a great story about, um, I can't remember exactly what pitcher, obviously huge Yankees fans. Um, I can't remember what pitcher. Usually like you'd think, all right, this is an important game. He's a relief pitcher. Late in the game, manager comes to take the ball from him or to kind of check on him and see what's going on. And, you know, obviously the warrior mentality, the like, you know, ultimate competitor, it, it's some, usually we root for the guy to be like, no, I'm going to finish this. But he knew he didn't have it. And he was straight up told his manager, like, no, I'm, my arm is dead. I got nothing else. And they took him out of the game. They ended up winning the game partially because that guy knew when to be honest with himself and his coach and be like, listen, I got nothing else. We as men need to take that mentality more. I'm not saying that we should be quick to give up or that, but that's the thing. That's not giving up. Seeking help is not giving up. Uh, getting the proper help you need and the attention and putting the attention to yourself and looking inwards. That's not giving up, man. That's just being a person nowadays. Like we're so lucky that we are in the era where it is more acceptable and we are learning more. We are ha finding more effective treatments for depression and PTSD and anxiety and depersonalization and OCD and all these different kinds of mental health issues. We are so lucky that we're in this era. But with that said, it's not just going to hit you in the face. Like treatment's not going to come for you. You do have to seek things that you need. But to me, that's not, I mean, not to me. The fact of the matter is that's not giving up. It's not giving in. It's admitting to yourself, most importantly, I can't do it on my own. I need something. I don't, I want to be there for my family. I, I want to be there for my kids. I want to be there for myself. I want to be happy. That's what life is about, man. We're all going to fucking burn up one day. It's all going to end. The only thing that matters in your life is being happy as much as you can. As long as it does not come at the expense of someone else's happiness, I don't think there's a single thing you can do wrong if it means making you happy. And as men, we were told long ago, I mean, since caveman times, literally, I mean, even in some ancient scripture and texts, like the role of the man in society and in the circle of life has been so misconstrued. I mean, obviously the whole, like, like with... Feminist causes being more front and center now, we are constantly fed the, the true fact that women can do anything men can do. Absolutely. But also, men, let that take some pressure off you, dude. <laughs> the expectations are ridiculous. Like you, And they're made up. They're made up. If there are people putting unfair expectations on you of being a man, then you need to cut them out of your life. Even if it's family, even if it's your parents, if your parents are old school, you need to accept and understand and uh, be self-aware enough to be like, uh, that's bullshit. I have to do me. I have to be happy because I can't fucking make it. Even 
I think even as a man, uh, if if you had if you don't think that you truly deal with anxiety or depression or mental health stuff, we've all had moments where it's like, God, this is a lot. It's a lot to handle. Again, not to at all. Oh my God. That, I mean, I'll, I'll have a woman on here, a female, to talk about that side of things because obviously I don't fully understand it because it's not the shoes I have to walk in every day. But I am empathetic and sympathetic to the immense anxiety and depression that they deal with. But of course it's different and the expectations that are put on men are crazy we are expected to be leaders and provide and work hard and some of those things are good we should aspire to a lot of those things those are healthy those are good things but i do really believe that this unnecessary external pressure that society has put on us is what has crippled mental health among men especially young men anywhere from 20 to 50 it's i mean that's a that's your life but i just think you know work school all these things relationships i'm not saying it's easy obviously work school relationships those are like three of the most difficult things you could possibly deal with and you're having problems with that stuff but with that said dude there are ways out of it there are ways out of it something that jay once told me that was beautiful was and it's helped me a lot with my anxiety was um someone told her and then she told me which is great that's what this is all about too uh like say you're feeling anxious at a place pretty much with certainty i can tell you at any moment you could just leave that place with the exception of an airplane sorry if you're listening to this on on a plane or something but you could leave there immediately and take care of yourself prioritize what you need and i think that that's that the same goes for bigger situations in your life like if you really feel like this like your job is killing you or a relationship you're having with be a friendship or a intimate relationship you have is destroying your mental health you can get out there's no one stopping you from taking the initiative to improve your mental well-being and at the end of the day without your mental well-being everything else falls apart everything else falls apart um so it was just to wrap that up a little of course i went off on a rant because that's what i do but um to wrap that up i just wanted to literally see say thank you to joey badass and patty pimblett for using their mega huge platforms both of them in their own right to talk about this ever important issue shed light on this stuff and um men out there you got this dude i promise i've, I've been there too i'm there still currently of course I, i'm not saying i don't think that like most of my issues don't necessarily come from the uh, quote-unquote like manly pressures that are put on us. But of course I feel those too. And just as a man, the stigma of, you know, that you're weak or something, if you admit that you need help, I'm here to tell you, absolutely not true. It does not affect you in any way. No one is judging you. And if they are, fuck them. Fuck them. Doesn't matter. Um, this week was uh, better great right that's very good much better i really do think that um just i don't know to sum it up i have felt more i think i've definitely become more comfortable with the dosage of my medication which is fantastic um i did have one or two moments like i had explained in the previous episodes where like i'm not an angry person i genuinely at least i don't think so um and I, but I did have a couple moments where like something really minor, I was like, I almost snapped a, uh, 
a wooden spatula, which is really stupid. And after <laughs> afterwards, I felt so dumb. Like, really? You were really going to break that for being angry for and frustrated for one second? Very dumb. But I was able to be like, you know, walk away from the situation and kind of reel it back in, which was great. So it's like doing that over and over again, like proving to yourself that you can kind of like like almost like zooming out like you could zoom out on whatever you're dealing with or whatever that seems like it's driving you crazy in any moment and and handle it you know properly once you start proving that to yourself over and over again it really does kind of become ingrained ingrained in you like it becomes easier it's a learned behavior like properly dealing with anxiety and depression versus negatively dealing with it that's also a learning a learned behavior like if you're kind of using vices to deal with things or uh, maybe lashing out in one way or the other or going off the deep end so to speak it might feel good a little bit it might feel like a release and you kind of learn that over and over and over again and that's horrible that's how a terrible cycle you know starts and continues and you need to break that cycle you need to start dealing with it in more positive ways and I promise you that the more positive ways won't send you down a deep spiral worse into negative mental health and will actually start to pick you up quite a bit and um, can really help improve things. And they are just as easy to learn as the negative things. It's just all a process. Uh, So that was something, a little tiny thing that I noticed this week that like I did get set off a bit and I was able to be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Not a big deal. Don't break the spatula. You're, then you're going to have to go to the store, buy another one, and then you're just going to be motherfucking the world on the way to the store, being like, why did I break the spatula? Now you're mad at yourself. Now you're judging yourself. Now that opens a whole can of worms that you don't need to deal with if you just don't break the spatula, keep cooking the fucking eggs, and realize like, oh, yeah, not a big deal. Everything's going to be okay. So that was one little thing. And then another thing, if you notice, super extra handsome this week because even as a bald man, oh, Fuck, this is the first time I spoke negatively about myself all episode. That's good. But if you last, watched last week, you know that I'm trying not to. But I guess it's not, it's not negative. It's not negative to be bald. I just am bald. That's just a fact. I am bald. So I didn't say anything negative. Anyways, another thing I noticed. Extra super handsome this week. Because even as a bald dude, went and got a haircut. Let me tell you. This is another little way to improve your mental health guaranteed i think even if you have long hair if you're like a man bun guy no judgment that's fine if i had long hair and i could still grow it 100 percent, that's probably what i'd do but i'm telling you pampering yourself like that getting a haircut especially is god it's so therapeutic sitting there having having someone else like take their time on you and and like i don't know I, i'm not <laughs> like treat you like a piece of art this is their profession so they're they want you to look as good as possible so you know they're they're shaving your beard just right and they're cutting your, even again as a bald guy like taking their time shaving over each spot making sure it's nice and smooth even just the first coat i should say like i guess i could say like when you cut a bald head let me tell you for all the dudes out there who are eventually going to be bald this is how you do it first you need to trim the hair with like a longer attachment to shave it down and then you really get in there with like a super short attachment to have it like skin tight um and it is kind of an annoying process whoever says that it's less maintenance fucking bullshit but so anyways 
even after the first go round where he was just like taking the longer shit off, the longer stuff that I do have, I saw myself in the mirror and I immediately my confidence went up. My I could feel my serotonin levels just pump through me. My dopamine levels like, wow, I'm so much happier now. And then I start to notice like, oh, I love this song that's playing. And then I look and Sports Center's on the TV in the corner. I'm just like, this is just a fucking beautiful, fantastic day. I say all this to say, I'm walking out of the barbershop. And even though, like, I don't know, I'm walking out of the barbershop. And I'm just, I notice myself, literally notice myself. I hunch over horrible. I have terrible posture. Even right now, I'm not sitting up straight in this chair, but now I'm too scared to move because it might fuck up the whole camera angle. Um, But I have terrible posture. I noticed visibly when I looked to the window to the left of me that I was standing up straighter, walking straighter. And like, it kind of sounds, it sounds kind of silly. Like, I'm like walking with a different swagger. But like, I was. And fuck it even if it was only lasting for the couple hours of that going home running a couple errands whatever it felt fantastic and yeah i'm bald and i do cut my hair at home all the time because it's you know why would i spend 80 bucks whatever it is to get my beard trimmed my hair cut when i am bald it's you know it's not that serious i can do it myself but it really came the the realization like nah man it's important to pamper yourself it's important to take care of yourself guys Stop talking shit about pedicures. Go take care of them feet. You're on them feet all day, okay? You need to treat them well. They are going to carry you the rest of your life, hopefully. Stop uh, stop stigmatizing that. Take care of yourself. Pamper yourself. I promise you it's worth it. It boosts your morale, guaranteed. It boosts your confidence. And listen, man, speaking of men's mental health struggles, you need that. Sometimes you need that extra little get up in your step to get through the day. And getting that haircut genuinely provided me with that. And I know it sounds silly, because it is. It's a tiny, small thing. But if you can string together a bunch of small things that you do for yourself and really just for you, not like, oh, I want to look good. Obviously, I want to look good for my partner, obviously. But when it's really truly for you and you're like, I feel better when I do this, if you string a few of those what seem to be trivial things together, then they become this bigger thing and bigger chunks and bigger chunks adding up to a real framework of improving your mental health overall and just feeling better about yourself, feeling more confident, feeling more sure of yourself. That all leads to being more sure of your decisions, being more sure that you're in the right place at the right time and doing the right thing and doing right by yourself and doing right by the people around you. So a little tiny, funny, stupid thing I noticed when I was getting a haircut, like, wow, this is fucking the best. And I will continue to be going and getting my hair cut as long as I can afford it instead of doing it myself because it just really, it, it just fucking, I felt better immediately. There's like that video of, uh, oh, fuck, I don't know why I can't think of his name. A huge fan of him. Can't think of his name. Obviously not that big of a fan. With the like, ah, ha, ha. Like before his haircut, he's like talking all timidly. Um, per- per- perhaps you could shave, shave. And then afterwards, he's like, <laughs> like all swaggy and shit. That's literally how it feels. I think obviously, if you're listening to this, your guy, most of you probably agree. Now that I've talked about haircuts for 15 fucking minutes, um, genuinely, pamper yourself, take care of yourself. These little things add up, and they tend to matter in the long run. As much as they seem so small, it does help to do things for yourself. To pick, do shit that makes you happy. Do shit that makes you happy. I'm not saying sit sit around all day and play video games because it makes you happy. Obviously, you got to get up and get around and move and do shit and be active. But 
it's not a big deal if you need to like every couple days every day even spend some time with yourself and in your head look in that's another thing that i'll elaborate more on next time maybe is the power and the importance of looking inward i've been getting super into like i don't know spirituality and not not in the, in the sense of like my horoscope but like the practices of a lot of spiritual people and meditation and the framework in which they live their life and how it results in better mental health and less depression and just contentness because that's really my goal in life right now is not to be complacent but to be content with what i have complacency no obviously i don't want to be complacent because i want to keep pushing myself forward pushing my career forward i have dreams and aspirations and goals and those things are all fine and amazing and that's what keeps me you know driven and going but so not being complacent but being content completely different thing and um I don't remember where I was going with this, but it is, oh, looking inward, breathing, calming down. Take some time for yourself this week to look inward, breathe, really process your thoughts. What have you been going through? What have you been thinking? Because I think that is a major, major step in tor- towards being content, towards being happy, towards being okay with yourself, okay with your situation, looking in, not out, shut off the stimulation around you and just inside. Um, that's been something I've been working on and it's been helping and it's definitely a journey and a process because so much going on and I tend to be a distracted person and someone that has trouble like really focusing on what needs to get done. But that's been something that's really helped me across the board on productivity and, you know, working hard, but also on, you know, improving my mental health at large. It's just looking within and working on being content being happy with what I have, knowing that I'm so blessed and so lucky, and being grateful for the things I have, and looking forward to the things I may gain. And if I don't, it's okay. As long as I'm content moment to moment on the rise, then I'll be happy. And at the end of the day, when it's time for me to meet my maker, I can be like, I did all right. You know, I was happy. I lived a hell of a life, and it is what it is. I don't plan to do that for a long, long, long time. But all right, I think I ran it enough. I think I'm getting better at fine-tuning the first part written out nice what is he talking about oh easy to understand then delving into my personal thing and then obviously i don't want to write too write out too much of that because i want to kind of just you know vent and get it all out but then towards the end i'm talking about haircuts and spirituality so i don't know if it makes much sense but uh it's been helping me so i hope it helps you and thank you again for tuning in to another episode of mental health mondays this week of whatever date it is um again we made another week i hope to see you here next week uh please uh if you might if you may like share subscribe all that stuff i am trying to build the youtube page up it's been kind of an interesting journey starting from scratch with the frankie iv stuff speaking of which humania ep coming soon i promise i'm gonna stop saying that soon and say an actual date but right now all i can say is coming soon working on some other things to just make sure the release goes as good as possible Uh, But again, thank you very much. Um, I hope you have a good week. I hope maybe you can put some of the stuff I've been saying into your uh, life this week, and I hope it improves. And always remember, uh, I always have to remember, I got this. You got to remember you got this. And if not, we got this. We got each other. We're here for each other. It's the whole goal of this thing. So thank you. 
peace out.